a seat. The boards are setting up and the show is about to begin. Welcome to Hearthfire Tales. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back to Heartfire Tales, the podcast where we bring you wheels, warders, and white cloaks. Um, we are back again in our wonderful mini campaign set in Robert Jordan's universe of the Wheel of Time uh, that we all know and love. And we are joined again by all our fabulous players. So uh, we have with us today the Amaryllin Seat, Suana. Hi there. Hello, hello. Uh, we have Corey. Hello. We have Jesse. Hey. We have me, Jim. And then, as always, our dungeon master on this fine adventure is Dylan. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Hi. <laughs> Hi, guys. Uh, okay, cool. It's That's me. what these are all going to be. The dungeon master. Um, <laughs> right. Uh, as is now tradition, everybody is going to roll a d20. Um, and whoever gets the highest is going to recount our story for us. That is, I got a two. That is, a, that is a 12 for me. 13. 11 again, which is what I got on the last episode <laughs> as well, I think. 13 Five the for me. Ah, so, Jesse, uh, run us through the events of our last episode, please. Yeah, so we picked off up where we had left off with the party very distressed about all their missing items and trying to figure out how they'll get it back in particular uh, Ronan and Delano probably more so than anyone upset uh, when Fintan finally showed back up uh, upset about the Brentley but not upset enough to do anything about it uh, so after he gets some willow bark uh, foul tasting but helpful for his headache he leaves and they can the group continue their uh quest to find their things. They, uh, Jadina was very relieved to find that Tom is perfectly fine. However, the stable hand Cheyenne was not fine uh, and initially thought missing, later found knocked out and tied up in the stable. Uh, Some looking around and searching uh, eventually led Ronan to find a track for the uh, the tracks for the Brentley specifically by finding the very particular and ever so special horseshoes for Tesla and Mercedes. Uh, after helping, after uh, Felina helps Cheyenne feel a little better, gets them some rest, they decide to follow the tracks after some stressful attempts to wake up uh, Cheyenne. They follow the tracks and realize very quickly that it's leading to the White Cloak camp. Uh, and so they kind of set, spend some time a ways outside, but well within sight of the White Cloak camp, trying to decide exactly what they should do in order to get their things back. Uh, and in the middle of this planning, they are approached by what seems to be a recruiter for the White Cloaks, who is very enthusiastic about trying to get them to uh, sign on. Uh, maybe less enthusiastic about the song Delano was composing for the White Cloaks' <laughs> honor. And we left off uh, wondering just how much this White Cloak might know about the events of the night before. Yeah, so that That's is a good summary. exactly what's happened. So 
we pick up we pick up again uh, exactly where we left off. Um, the I get yeah I guess what you what you view as the, the white cloak recruiter is standing before you. He has just mentioned that he does know something about the missing things, um, but that the assault on the stable hand seemed to take him by surprise. And he, yeah, so he stands there, he's looking at you all and says, uh, yes, so as I said, perhaps we know something more. I do know about some of these items. Uh, come with me, uh, let's w- walk and talk, walk and talk. And he starts leading you back towards the camp. I lean into the guys and I'm like, my god, this guy's a bit fancy, isn't he? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I guess if you say he is, he must be very fancy. (laughs) What? Ronan doesn't get it at all, but whatever. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, as we said, let's, uh, let's walk and talk. Uh, so, Master White Cloak, what is it you would like to talk it's, about? Please do not use that term. We are the children of the light. White Cloaks is what we are referred to by miscreants and dark friends. Surely, as you have previously stated, you are not one of those. So, please, children of the light. Um. Okay, of course, Master Child of the Light. Um, what would you like to talk of? So, you have said that a Brentley has gone missing, is it? Could you describe the said Brentley for me? <laughs> At great length. So, <laughs> the Brentley, um, established oh, not 15 years back in Carrion, uh, is a eloquent, some would say decadent, carriage black gold lining along the edges um on the front sits a figurehead unmistakably fantastic um the wheels of course clad in iron laced with gold the wood ornate oak uh some beech on the paneling yes okay i velvet cushions merely Um, wanted a succinct a brief description that is enough for me to have identified we do, in fact, have your Brentley. Oh, thank the light. Yes. Uh, I, I, I wipe a tear away from <laughs> my eye. That is good news. Uh, you perhaps also have in your possession my trumpet? This trumpet I have not seen. Um, what does it look like? And please, I see the cloak <laughs> of a Gleeman on you and... I would not have you yes. talk like yes. your blade master friend here. Uh, yes. Uh, again, I apologize for my performance earlier. It was hmm. under a bit of uh, duress. Um, I'm just not quite myself. Uh, of course, I usually play music much better than that. And y- you, you know, I've played in large establishments around, well, across all the land. Really, I'm from the borderlands, and I've traveled here, and uh, you know, seeking, I guess, fortune and fame in some ways. And I'm always eager, eager to, you know, play to a crowd. Um, 
Oh, sorry, I've I'm, I've gotten uh, off track here. Yes. Um, yes, the my trumpet. trumpet. Uh, my trumpet is uh, is very special to me. Um, of course, it's it's made of the finest brass you could ever uh, brass find. Brass trumpet. Okay. Um, yes, without, I understand. No, 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 no blemishes whatsoever. Um, it, perfect tone and pitch to this instrument, uh, crafted and by the finest trumpet crafts craftsmen in all of the I borderlands. Um, do as you not understand, really and, care uh, for this. Look, is, uh, I have your Brentley. I have no trumpet. I have two horses as well. Are these perhaps yours? Does anyone own these can horses? Can I see the horses? Uh, not yet. You are walking towards the camp, though. Still. Yeah. Yes, they should respond to Mercedes and Tesla. Um, hmm. Also, they will be identifiable by the branding on their horseshoes. Very well. Uh, oh, also, please forgive me. I have not yet introduced myself. Um, I would like someone else to roll a d20 and we'll find out what this person is called. Who would like to do the honours? I shall. Okay, I got a five. Perfect. Um, oh, how the hell do you pronounce this name? Forgive me, I momentarily had a lapse of memory as to what my name was. <laughs> my, my name is Calores. Um I am actually the leader of this chapter of the Children of Light. And it is too my embarrassment and regret that two of my children Joel and Rich Arn seem to have gotten drunk, gotten into some trouble and in in the morning when they were supposed to be on guard duty instead I came out to find this Brentley and you see the Brentley now in, you know uh, not in, in the distance, kind of, you're coming up towards it. I see this Brentley. Can and I see it? I can make it out. Yeah, you, yeah, you, you get the... There's no other kind of vehicles in the camp. Um, you see it slightly to the side. Uh, Is she well? Uh, you can't tell just yet. You kind of just see the outline of it. Um but he's gesturing towards it, so you get you get the feeling that this is this is it. You know, he's walking you towards it. Um, yes, they are they are currently serving a penance for their transgressions against the light and against our good name. You are welcome to talk to them, if you will. Uh, their punishment is quite fitting. I hope you think. Um, he gestures again towards it and you've gotten a little bit closer now and you see two white cloaks uh, it seems to be cleaning the Brentley or doing some sort of maintenance to it um Mate? yeah and but he he stops and he just he looks you all over uh, but one more thing uh, before I show you to the Brentley uh, these two in their drunken ramblings to explain themselves spoke of encountering a trolloc of all things as well as a pair of witches last night and he eyes he eyes you all particularly the two women um, very closely would you know anything 
about this? Uh, if you had smelled their breath the night before, you would imagine they probably saw a lot of things that weren't really there. I actually bore witness to the the Trolloc and the witches. <laughs> the most amusing, it was actually the door to the inn and the lanterns on either side of it. So, uh, no, no concerns there. Make a deception check for me. <laughs> I didn't expect to have to do that. Uh, <laughs> that just lied to my face, Jim. Well, it would have been lying to a screen. Um, hold on, let me just pull up my character sheet. Deception, was it? Yeah. Okay, deception. Um, that is a 13. He, um, he's going to make a little inside check here. Uh, he rolled a 2. Um, he looks at you warily. You see his hand is, you know, as he's been walking, is on his sword. He kind of looks at you, but weighs up kind of how he found the situation and seems to judge you honestly. And says, mistake. Um, well, that is good then. Um, their penance, of course, is to repair your Brentley, there is some minor damages to its wheels and carriage and seems to have been a lot of dye spilt and covered the back of it. They are currently cleaning I will it. expect financial recompense for my uh, goods that have been lost. Hmm. This is something that I can consider. I will not make promises at this time. However, you have my word as the leader of these children to look into it and I will further punish the two involved and I will report back to you. Punishment won't make up for the loss of income. I'm a traitor, you understand. I need that money to live. I will talk to the two in question and we'll come to some sort of recompense for you. So while they're talking, I want to like look over to Felina and like mime a satchel being slung over my shoulder. Mm-hmm. Okay. And she's uh, and going so... to give you a small nod. A small nod, um, like, okay. I, I pick up on that um, and because uh, I'm thinking the same thing. And uh, I think I'm thinking the same thing. <laughs> I say, Kalurs, uh, uh, um, there is also the small matter of the uh, missing uh, satchel belonging to a blacksmith. Uh, there were no. Sorry, that was Halan's voice. Uh, there were no blacksmith tools. However, uh, there was some sort of pack with various books and such things uh, I believe mm. that was in the Brentley but look please talk to Joel and Richard and see what they have for say for themselves um, I think you should talk to them get their get their word they are the ones who have transgressed and they should face judgment for from those that they have crossed <laughs> I Very well. I can't can't argue with that. Um, he kind of stretches out his hand, 
and you know ushers you towards the Brentley, which you're you know now within a stone's throw from. And as you get closer, you see that uh, Richarn um, is scrubbing the the back of the Brentley, trying to remove the the dye. Um, Joel, the other one, is like rubbing, uh, is like brushing down uh, Tesla Mercedes. Um, you see that as you get closer, it's very very dinged up. Like there are, you know, there are cracks in in the wheels from where it's gone off road, where it's not, you know. It's not built for off-road oh. things, for such a, a finely built carriage. The uh, the hood ornament on it that Ronan is so fond of is bent completely, complete, completely out of shape. It looks like it's you know really gone through, gone through the ringer, um, and that they are but they are working on it. And uh, it, seem, it seems to be quite you know engrossed in the work, um, kind of muttering underneath their under their breaths as they're doing it, but seem to be dutifully working away on it as you approach. Oh, they're working on it, are they? I'd say if they've done a good enough job on it already, um, I march up to them and I go, oh, it took us for a bit of a joyride, did we? Did we? I can't say I I don't understand the urge, but this, this is too much. The bar fight, I could abide, but this damage to the Brentley? No, mark my words. You will both pay for this. You will both pay for this dearly. Uh, and I go about like investigating and checking every square inch of the Bradley. Okay. Um, they, uh, as you say this, they both look at you. Their eyes completely bloodshot. They look very, very worse for wear. They do not look great. They look like they're have the biggest hangover their lives and they go oh who are you oh look you see it from there but I'm not really sure uh, I I didn't do this like we didn't steal this like I I don't know why we have to clean this thing it's it's a joke if you ask me you're a joke <laughs> I I don't get it uh, but yeah like this this <laughs> This one, no, I don't. I don't imagine you do. Like, why you here? Like, this. This wasn't us. Like, we're. Yeah. Okay. We went. We went drinking. Uh, I think something happened in the bar. I don't really remember. Uh, but, like, we came back in in the middle of the night, and this gets pinned on us. This. This wasn't us. Yes. What do uh, you mean? What do you mean? What What do you mean? Like. What. Well, you left. We know we saw you at the Stag and Lion, friend. Um, How else would the cart have gotten here? He uh, he he rubs he rubs his temples, trying to you know clear his um, clear his mind and you know get some clarity back to Sussex. Stag and Lion, yeah, it sounds familiar, but I, I swear I I didn't didn't take this. We. We came back trying to get to our get to our posts before, and then you know we come along, we see this this thing here, and then it gets pinned on us like we didn't see him. That don't know now. Pilor's hair has gotten us scrubbing this, and you know doing all this work. Says we have to dr- drive it back into us later on as a 
as a penance. Like, it's... It's all a light-blinded joke, if you ask me. Can I... Can I... Is he lying to us? You're welcome to make an insight check to find out. I'd like to. Yeah, I'd like to make one as well. <laughs> yeah, you can all make one if you'd like. Uh, f- yeah. 14. Insight is wisdom, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, hold on, I'm gonna play I got game 24. Up. Actually, I'm not at all. <laughs> 19. Uh, Swana, what you got? Uh, 24. 24, holy crap. Yes. Okay. Uh, I know, she's so insightful. So she's insightful. So insightful. <laughs> so insightful. Uh, uh, okay, and sorry, so Swana, 24, Jesse, 19. Jim? Uh, I got a four, and then after hearing Suwana succeed so well, I decided not to use my reroll. <laughs> okay. And Corey? <laughs> Fourteen. Fourteen. Okay. Uh, so, Felina and uh, Jadina both... You both have a, a... A good feeling that he's telling the truth so far as he believes it. You can easily hmm. tell you can all tell even even Ronan with a four that they're very hungover and maybe still a little drunk you know that awful feeling when you're both hungover and drunk at the same time they they kind of yes. you can tell they're they're just they're not in a good way but they don't seem to be actively lying to you they might not remember everything that they've done but they are not being actively dishonest that's at least what uh, Felina and uh, Jadina both feel oh uh, while I'm checking the Brentley do I the Brentley sorry while I'm checking the Brentley do I find the pack inside oh sorry yes um, yeah so we can say that you Ronan was kind of very much caught up in checking over the Brentley kind of checking the 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 state of it you go back you go into the into the carriage part and you do see the pack oh right fantastic uh, yeah I, I don't I'm not pushed on the pack uh, I, I just hand it out to Felina and then I keep checking uh, the upholstery I, t- I yeah I take the pack try not to draw too much attention to it and uh, just sort of throw it over my shoulder but it's it's quite heavy it's pulling down on my shoulder as I do so my stance is uh, looking a little bit off Jadina is going to be at the back like looking over the dyes that have spilled and she has a piece of parchment out and like a quill and is taking note making a bit of a ledger of all the damage that has been done and maybe overestimating the value of her goods a little bit but uh Quickly tallying up a bill. Yeah, you you do <laughs> notice that like the uh, the barrels and stuff that were in the back have all spilt. Some of them are cracked. Like they, the you would kind of just put them into the back of the Bradley as a as a temporary measure. You know, while you're going on a, a smooth road, you weren't expecting anything to be bumpy, but you can kind of tell um, between yourself and Ronan when you're looking over it, like. This thing was driven hard out of here, like across bumpy ground. Um, someone was in a, a real, real rush to do this. Um, and Ronan, you, you know, you can tell that from from 
Tesla and Mercedes, uh, they're used to a more kind of regular pace, and even the horses seem that they're only kind of, you know, that they seem like they were really worked a lot uh, over the course of, you know, the late exactly. night Exactly, the dealers said that they were to be taken leisurely. Leisurely! This does not look leisurely to me. They're bathed in sweat, their mouths are foaming. This, this will not do. These white cloaks will be receiving a letter. Yeah, well, I told you, like, it wasn't us. We, we came here, I just, I mean, I, we stumbled out of the town, we're coming back to try to get to the end oh, of our... Oh, please, enough of that, enough of that. Look at you, the bleary-eyed mess. Your hands are covered in the dye, for God's sake. No, I won't hear anything. This is just the bleating of a sheep who got caught in the fence. No, no, no. I am taking the Brentley back now. And and this will be the end of it for me. Well, it's, for you. You, can't, you can't take it back now. Look, the, the wheels cracked. We're, we're we're fixing it now. Kalors has said that we're to drop it back. Oh, Kalors has said. Kalors has said. You barely have a grasp on the vernacular. You think I'm going to trust you with the restoration of the Brentley? Well, <laughs> blood and ashes. Not a chance. Drop tools. Go find your penance somewhere else. Look. I would love for you to fix these wheels and stuff, but I can't. This is my punishment. I gotta do it. Light blind me, but I gotta do it. Alright? Uh, yeah, Ronan's not not best pleased about <laughs> these guys working over the Brentley. Um, he's just gonna start hitch up the horses anyway. Um, okay, just make a perception check for me, though. Actually, no, a straight-up intelligence check. Just straight intelligence. Do you want me to re-roll that? No. Because I made my perception check. <laughs> uh, yeah, just, well, just make a make an intelligence check now. Okay, cool. So after my natural one, I got a natural four. <laughs> uh, any bonuses to that? <laughs> I am seething. I am blinded by rage. I don't want these peasants near the Brentley. I don't want anyone near the Brentley. The only person I want near the Brentley is Brentley himself. Um, yeah, okay, then yeah, you, you think it's a good idea to try and, you know, drive the Brentley in its current state. <laughs> um, it, yes, I suppose I do. The, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, um, I guess, Jadina, you would know that, you know, from being a trader yourself and working with, uh, carriages and stuff a lot, that if you try to you know, bring the Bradley out in in the state that it's in. It's only going to get Ronan, worse. Ronan, is that really such a good idea? Do you see these tie these wheels? The second this cart moves, the whole thing's falling apart. I suppose you're right, but it kills me to let these ruffians continue to put their hands on her. I mean, how do I know they're not going to make it worse again? Oh, 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 Dina, I'm at such a loss of what to do. Oh, I don't know. It's your Brentley. I don't know nothing about Brentleys. <laughs> uh, I'll turn to the men after this. Um, well, here's my bill. Give it to your commander. But if you aren't responsible for this nonsense, who do you think might be? Who else would drive a stolen wagon to a white Brentley. cloak? Or, uh, pardon me, a uh, camp of the Children of the Light. Look, it light barmy, but I have no idea. Like... As I said, everything's a blur. I just... I, I don't know. Like, I just don't know. Like, I mean... 
but he's a so come in. Like we're we're doing the punishment here for something that, for all I know, not my problem. So, so you it's should completely be possible you count, two were so count yourselves lucky that we're doing this. Yeah. It's very possible you two were so drunk last night you did it and don't remember. Um, he kind of looks to himself, like, you know, looks inward a bit, and he's like, nah, I mean, like, I'm pretty sure I'd remember stealing this thing and going for a ride. Like, that honestly kind of sounds like it's a bit of fun, uh, and I don't remember that, so wasn't wasn't me. Felina gives Jadina uh, uh, a look that sort of says he seems to have forgotten um, sort of any kind of... He, he seems to have forgotten our faces and, and uh, the fact that we were with Wigia, uh, that, you know, he could also have forgotten this and that's quite a possible possibility. So she sort of gives her a look that sort of says, you know, he's forgotten many other things, but... It's quite possible he's forgotten that as well. Uh, yes, on that topic, maybe we should vacate the premises before he puts those few things together and remembers we were around the table with the yogurt. Mm. Oh, well, you're going to have to leave long. your Bradley here if you would like to um, get out of here. It's not in any condition to travel. Yeah, so I suppose I suppose you're right. I, I, I look at the two boys and I say, when this returns to me, I want it pristine. Not a scratch, you hear me? Not. And I tap the hilt of the Heronmark sword off the wheel. A. And I tap again. Scratch. And then I like whip around so that my cape or my cloak kind of like slaps him in the face. And I walk back to the group. Here, why are you like, why are you doing? Like, hit me with your cloak. I'll tell like, you what, what you? I'm doing. I'll tell you what I'm doing. I'm not listening. And I keep walking. Um, kind of as they start to like, they stand up and like start squaring up. Like, yeah, no, like we're f- we're fixing your bloody Brentley. Like, what more do you want? Here, Calors, and he shouts for Calors to to come over, and like Calors comes over. Um, what seems to be the trouble here? Well, for one, uh, your subordinates just addressed you by your first name and not your rank and title, so that's good. I will add it to their list of penances, and he gives a real stern stare to uh, to Joel. I like stick my tongue out of behind Clarice. Like, nah. <laughs> Have you? Are you satisfied with your questioning? Oh, I see. He looks at. Uh, uh, Felina, I see you have retrieved your pack. That is good. Uh, as I'm sure they have told you, their penance is to repair your carriage, undo any of the harm that they have done to it in their transgressions, and they will bring it to you. In a they know exactly res- how they'll bring it to me. Don't worry about that, child, Kalua. Yes, it will be. Fully restored for your pleasure, I'm sure. 
Phelan says there's there's no harm, no foul. Taps the thing. She just wants to get out of there. She's not quite sure what's in here, but she knows that it made Halan quite upset to discuss its content. So she's really just uh, trying not to draw any attention to herself and also giving uh, Ronan a few side eyes as as if to say, hurry up and stop fussing over your Brentley, which will be fixed quite soon. (laughs) Uh, uh, Clarice, sir, uh, sir Clarice, uh, you're... Soldiers there insist that they weren't the ones to do it. Can you think of anyone else that might think it's a fun idea to take a Bruntley on a joyride and park it in a camp of children? Um, none spring to mind. However, for some reason, the children are not well loved amongst everyone in this potentially life forsaken town. We are here, of course, just to spread light and make sure no one walks in the dark here. There are potentially those in the town who would seek to sully our name. Any one of them could have done it, but I do not think so. I personally believe that these two, and he gives a kind of glaring look um, at the two children who are, you know, repairing the Bradley. Um, These two have been in trouble before, so I am not going to just listen to what they have to say. Instead, I will weigh all evidence before me. They have appeared at the same time as the Bradley, and therefore, to me, are responsible. Furthermore, even if it was them, they were not at their Posts. Therefore, it is their responsibility to fix the Bradley and bring it back if they are not able to accurately say who is responsible as should have been their place as guards. Seems very fair. Well, uh, if we find out anything else, any more information, we'll be sure to tell you. And uh, if you happen to find the trumpet, uh, just leave it with the Brentley and we'll pick it up when we come back for the Brentley. Thank you so much, sir. My lady, we will deliver this Brentley to you. Do not worry. It is our duty as children of the light to uphold the light's willing and to do good. Well, um, while all this stuff's going on, uh, DM, can I be observing the rest of the White Cloak camp? I kind of want to just keep my eye out to see if there's somebody who's, like, taking an interest in this. Sure. Yeah, yeah, of course. Make a, make a perception check. 16. 16. Actually, 17. 17, yeah. You do notice that there are a few uh, other White Cloaks around. You kind of, as well with 17... And having, you're kind of at the outskirts of the camp. They haven't brought the Bradley, you know, in the middle of it. But you notice that the the white cloaks there's maybe only about twenty five of them. Um, it's quite it's quite a small force, and but you do notice that there's probably about uh, let's see, yeah, there's about five or six white cloaks kind of at the edge, at the edge of the camp, just having a look to see what's going on. They had noticed that, you know, uh, Kalors had gone to meet some people and are, 
you know, they had obviously noticed that the Brentley had come and some of them were just kind of watching Joel and Rich Arn uh, do their penance and, you know, kind of slagging them and jeering them. So there were a couple of people there already, but, you know, you don't notice anyone who's paying, you know, I guess, special attention. You don't notice anyone who's looking in any way, I guess, shifty or shady beyond the fact that it's like, oh, what's, what's going on here, you know? Being a little bit nosy. Well, we'll be on our way. We'll return for the Brentley this evening. Maybe we'll return. Hopefully it'll be ready by then. And thank you again, uh, Master Calaris, for all of your help. Of course. Walk into life. Oh, uh, by the way, and I'll hand him my bill right before we walk away. (laughs) Oh, uh, I will look into this. You can tell, like, he's not very happy about it, but he's not going to... uh, he's not going to deny it straight out and uh, he then kind of gives another like filthy look towards the the two guys serving penance <laughs> who 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 also then lo- look at you guys as if like to say like are you getting us in more trouble you know like they they're shooting daggers at you with their eyes i hold a lock gaze with them and nod <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah Kaloris has uh, kind of like bid you a farewell and yeah you seem to have gotten the Ogier's pack you are aware of the location of the Bradley what would you like to do? Well I suppose we should probably head back to town and and retreat or uh, return the, the, the pack to our blacksmith friend Yes would it be wrong if we looked in his pack? I don't think so. I do. Oh. I I don't think we should look. We should respect his privacy. We don't know uh, what's in here. We may not even understand the things that are in here. But it does seem heavier than it should, doesn't it? Aren't you just a little bit curious? Yeah, yeah. I mean, aren't you just, like, just... Just think, just mild. Aren't you just like one little bit curious? Can't uh, you imagine the herbs or the knowledge of herbs he has oh, in the bag? Right, I believe right. the white cloak said it was just full of books. And to be quite it's honest, I'm not convinced either one of Books about herbs read. and various herbal properties. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I can tell you that he's already agreed to uh, share his knowledge and wisdom on herbs with me. So I have absolutely no need to go through his belongings, his personal belongings, I might add. It's, oh, um, I expected I, better from you all. Well, it was just a matter of curiosity. I mean, uh, simply wanted to know. You could ask the Ogier himself when we return. Very true. DM, is there a a, a, a dice roll to see who sort of wins out on this, whether we look in or not? I'm pretty sure you won. (laughs) (laughs) Completely in character. If he's, I, I I don't like doing dice rolls uh, for interparty stuff. I prefer you to be able to role play it out. So, yeah, whatever way you think you did it. I I defer to your wisdom, milady. Forgive me for my curiosity. It's. possibly a, a side effect of my trade. 
And I like I just like to stir the shit, so <laughs> I don't care either way. <laughs> um, we'll say you had this discussion as you're walking back, um, so you're not just there in the middle of. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Feel no, I wasn't intending. Oh yeah. bloody hell! Here, we were standing in. here comes the white cloak again. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, you you walk back and yeah, would you? I guess I'm assuming you're going back to the second line to meet Helen, or is there anything else you'd like to do? I'd like um, to get out of a white cloak camp as fast as possible because I'm a wisdom and um, it's not. It's. Uh, I have been called a witch many times in the past, and I would uh, like to avoid being called a witch. She weighs the same in a white as a duck. Cook. Yes. <laughs> Can't say I'm I will terrible, float on the water and then be burnt. Who are you? Yeah, so ways and so wise in the ways of science. Yeah, can't say yes. I'm terribly comfortable here either. So. Uh... Okay. So make our way back. Well, as we're heading back. Um... Delano just feels uh, if it's alright um, I feel I need to explain myself a little bit to you all for my actions over the past day by all means master um, yes I don't I, I generally try to keep my demeanor level you know and consider myself someone of sound mind. Uh, losing Fail caused me some distress. It's uh, she's a very special trumpet. Uh, it's just that she's the last thing I remember about my parents. And so when I was departing from them, they bequeathed her to me. And so she's not just a trumpet to me. And so I apologize for if I've been overly dramatic or a lot. Oh, were your parents also gleemen? Uh, no, um, my my grandfather was on my mother's side. Ah. Well, I am sorry to hear that, and I'm sure that we will return your trumpet to you in good time. I try not to laugh at the the tempo joke I just made inadvertently. <laughs> oh, well. Yes, well, thank um, you for hearing me out. I just needed to get that off my chest. I'm sure we'll find it. Uh, as we travel back, I'm going to start looking along the road, like the path that we followed for the Brentley. I'm just going to see if maybe it, like, fell, like somebody dropped it or something. Uh, but just to see, because it wasn't with the Brentley. Uh, yeah, nice. Make a make a perception check. Ooh, that's a good roll. Um, perception is uh, that's twenty one. Okay. Uh, there's a times as a DM as a DM where you're, you're like, hmm, I've got this written in, and if a high roll happens, it it really changes things. So, <laughs> um. You you don't see the trumpet. However, as you're walking back, you're you know, you're keeping an extra an extra close eye out for around your surroundings, and as you approach the walls of the town to go kind of around the walls back to the gate, uh, you do you do catch a glimpse of 
you're not sure who, but someone from the White Coat Clamp camp seeming to follow you. Um, I don't want to stress anyone out overly much, but we seem to be being followed. I feel hmm. like we should continue on our way, but perhaps not go straight to the inn. That sounds like a good plan. Let's um, do a small detour, but let's, let's make it fast. This this satchel is incredibly heavy, and it's, it's hurting my back. Perhaps one of these big, strong men could carry it for you. <laughs> if we're allowed to look in it, then, sir. No, no I'm only joking. Um, <laughs> here, here, pass me the satchel, and I'll carry it for a while. Perhaps we should detour to a pass blacksmith. Pass us I feel that might be very odd if we go to a blacksmith and don't leave the uh, pat, the satchel with him. I was thinking maybe we just find another inn to stay in for a while, have a couple drinks, maybe get some lunch. Yeah, sounds good. That sounds like a good idea. Indeed, yeah. We do want to steer him away from the oak here anyway. Yes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Right. So that's what we do. Uh, okay, yeah. So you kind of just walk into town. Uh, Jadina kind of having, and Belina uh, having kind of a, actually, no, it's probably everyone but Ronan would have a a good enough knowledge of the town that you find a an inn not too far away from the Stag and Lion. You go in, you kind of spend a bit of time uh, having having a drink Having having some lunch, and yeah, some a bit of time passes. A couple of hours pass. Uh, no one comes in or anything like that. If you would like to make another perception check to maybe you know uh, try scout out around the corners and stuff. Uh, whoever would like to do it, or if you even just want to do a a group one, yeah, we can say. Um, yeah, everyone roll a perception check and as a kind of a, a coordinated effort as to how you're figuring out if you're still being followed or not, or if you can find your your follower. Uh, natural 20. Okay, yeah, that'll do. <laughs> uh, Jadina, the, the most most perceptive person. Um, <laughs> you kind of naturally are able to... Actually, make a, make a stealth check for me, Jadina. Oh, jeez. That's gonna yeah yeah that's about what I imagined. Um, actually, it's uh, an eight. Eight. Okay, so you uh, you're in the inn and you're kind of getting a little bit worried that no one has come in. Um, you decide like okay, I'm just gonna pop out, check to see you know check to see what's what. You you peek your head out, and it looks all clear for the moment, and then just at the corner of your eye you see someone in like in the distance kind of peeking their head around the corner um looking at you and both of you kind of lock eyes for an instant the figure you know pulls his head back around the corner and yeah so you definitely have seen them you're definitely aware that they're still following you for whatever reason but you know that they have seen you too Oh no! All right, I will report that to the group. But like, maybe uh, um, it seems like he's not going anywhere anytime soon, and he certainly knows that I know he's there. Mm, is there a Where... back entrance we might take out? 
Roll as just a straight up luck check. Anything over a five. Oh, sick! I got an eighteen. Okay, yeah, that's definitely yeah. There's <laughs> definitely a, a back entrance that you can go out. So yeah, you kind of sneak through like the the entrance to the kitchens, through their stables, and make your way. But I would like everyone to make. We'll do a group stealth check. So everyone rolls stealth for me. With with advantage because you've gone out the back. Twenty two for me. Sixteen. 18. 15. Okay, yeah. You are all... Well, hang on. It's, yeah. You are all quite confident that you have um, snuck out undetected. And you have a very good feeling that it's a safe bet to uh, to head back to the second line. <laughs> Jolly good. Let's make our way there. Let's get this uh, satchel back to the Oigia. Yep. So you uh, you enter back into the second line. Um, it's been a it's been a good few hours now. It's approaching the you know early afternoon. It, it took you about an hour or so to walk out to the camp. You were there for a while. You've come back. You've you know gone for like a like a, a brunch, uh, and you've come you've come back now to the second line. You walk into the into the common room and sitting down um, in the common room is Fitton, uh, seemingly in discussion with Brendan. Halan uh, is nowhere to be seen, uh, but Fitton kind of sees you come in and is like, "Oh, there you are, Ronan and ladies," and kind of gives a greasy smile. I was wondering what had taken you so long. I've had my rest. Uh, that little route you gave me worked out great um and a bit of hair of the dog that bit me you know and he uh, holds up a, a tankard of ale uh, a, a good fr- fellow brendan was he was just filling me in on the events of last night some tale uh, but now tell me i didn't hear the brentley pull up what is the matter there don't tell me you've been gone all this time and have come back empty-handed oh no i found it finton i found it in a state of disrepair the likes of which you've never seen However, the miscreants um, who, who seem to have taken it, although that's an entirely different matter, uh, are currently in the process of restoring the best their little mole hands can. Um, so hopefully the Brentley will be back to us in some kind of repair uh, by late this evening. Um, you haven't seen Master Ogier by any chance, have you? We must return something to him. Um, oh, well, I'm... Glad to hear the Bradley is in good shape. Uh, no, it's uh, not. It's oh. in shape. Oh, well, I'm glad to hear that it's <laughs> being returned to us, at least. Uh, I dare say a, a good job, I suppose. Um, as for the Master Ogier, he's, oh, he's he's not here. Something about wanting to look at plants or trees or some such nonsense. I don't understand myself. Oh, he's at the well, grove. Probably be the grove, then, yes. Right. Uh, All right. Yeah, so you would all, um, Felina especially, you would know that there is uh, an Ogier Grove in the town. A little little okay. was away, kind of towards the southern gate, but maybe only 20 minutes walk or so. Um, you would know it quite well as well, something that you've, you know, somewhere you've spent time in. Um, and okay. uh, the Ogier has talked about a lot. Okay. Well, I suppose we should probably head over that way now. Yes. It's only a short walk, just towards the south gate that's uh, 
Are you okay to continue carrying his satchel? It's not got too heavy for you? Not at all, my dear. My shoulders are as a blacksmith's, so this shouldn't weigh me down too much. Uh, but, like, uh. low-key, my shoulders are killing me. <laughs> <laughs> make a uh, make a constitution saving throw, Jim. Um, that is a uh, 16. Okay, you, you managed to hide the pain well. <laughs> yes, my shoulders are as blacksmiths, you know. <laughs> um, okay, yeah, so you set out, and as you begin to set, set out, and as Felina is talking about the Ogier Grove, uh, Finton somewhat uncharacteristically stands up with Oh, going out, is it? Uh, perhaps, perhaps I come. Why not? Bit of adventure. Yeah, fantastic timing, as usual, Finton. Oh, well, Finton, since you're so freshly rejuvenated, why don't you carry this lovely bag for us? You know, just take your turn. Do you oh, know, well. that's a fantastic idea, Justina. <laughs> Here, Finton, <laughs> why don't you take the bag that I have so willingly carried like a mule for the last um, God knows how long? And I, I want to put it on my May- shoulders in a way that really drops the weight onto them. Okay. Uh, yeah, fine. He's like, oh, well, I guess... Uh, uh, uh. Yes, fine, I guess. And uh, kind of, he hikes up onto his back. Um, he's like, uh, well, yes, let's uh, let, let's go, I guess. Uh, if we could make it rather quick, this is quite heavy. Oh, oh, <laughs> fuss up, Fintan. I mouth thank you, Achidina. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, so Felina uh, leads the way to the grove. As I said, it's only a short walk. Um, as you... And Felina's feeling quite light on her feet right now because she's uh, she knows that weight that uh, Finton is having to carry, and she's uh, <laughs> she's quite relieved that she's not having to do so herself. So she's uh, she's picking up uh, her step, making him walk a little bit faster just to <laughs> pay for the hangover and that he wasn't able to help <laughs> us today. So you approach you approach the grove, and you all hear. A, a low rumbling of a of a, a hum coming from the from the trees. You notice that there are so many different trees here, much more variety than the region itself would be known for. Some that you know are not native to the region at all. A huge variety. Some with leaves, some not. A really, really beautiful place. And amongst all of these trees, some of which are 20, 30 feet tall, um, you see Halon, and even amongst all these tall trees, you're taken by the ogre's size, like he's half again as tall as a human. You see his oversized pointed ears with tufts of hair, lightly covered in snow. He seems to be, you know, lost in thought, a deep, soothing Home, echoing off all the trees around him and he's kind of just walking back and forth amongst them play, placing hands on various branches as he continues to home beautiful beautiful that is quite a sight as much a sight as it is a sound I think you know we yeah, have it's... a tree in Cairns <laughs> <laughs> 
Delano's just uh, mesmerized. I'm like just standing. He's like standing there with his jaw kind of dropped. Felina um, yes. is encouraging uh, the group to sort of just stand back at the moment and allow Halan his uh, moment with the the tree. Yeah, I think Jadina is just kind of watching for a moment, just because calm and peaceful. This is a rare, relaxed moment for her. You know, uh, our tree is quite big. I've always thought it was placed rather terribly. I considered cutting it down, you know, once. Quiet! Um, Halon kind of, his ears perk up and he, he turns oh. around and looks at and he's like, Oh, 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 there you all are. Oh, um, my apologies for, for being so hasty and leaving the inn before he came back. But I, I just needed to feel peace here, surrounded by the trees of my forefathers. He looks at Fintan. Oh, oh, is that it? My, my pack? Oh, the elders won't have my ears after all. And he walks, <laughs> uh, starts walking towards you. Um, Fintan kind of like, oh, uh, gladly kind of drops the pack and places on the ground uh, in front of him. Halan then, you know, looks equal parts relieved, equal parts kind of frantic. And he starts rummaging through the pack. Um, And you kind of get the feeling that, like, you know, it's maybe not the pack itself, it's what was in it. Um, And he starts rummaging around again, like, you know, it's kind of like big, deep, uh, concerned noise welling in his chest. he gets a lot more flustered. No, 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 they're not here. Oh no, oh no, the, the others will have my ears. Yeah, and he uh, he looks very worried. Calm down, Master What, what, what exactly the, what is, is it you're, you're missing? missing? Yes. Um, I would like you to make persuasion checks again to try. Uh, sorry, just straight up charisma checks, just to try and calm him down again. He's getting very, very worked up. Ooh. Natural twenty. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit! Okay, I thought I did well, but twenty-three. <laughs> so Happy the glee man. Once again, uh, the glee man, kind of, you know, using the power, uh, Delano, using the power of your voice, you walk forward. Peace, peace Ogier, peace. Tell us what it is you're missing, and we will we will help you. Just peace, breathe. Okay, oh, come. Uh, it, perhaps easy easier to show you. I think. Uh, come, walk with me. And he leads you through the grove, uh, elder. And you know what? As a as an extra treat, let's roll a dice and see what the elder's name is. Uh, Corey, you can roll it this time as you've sure. initiated this. Oh, that's too high. <laughs> six. <laughs> six is not used yet. Uh, six is. Elder Tanzeril sent me here to tend to the groves of our people. Uh, Felina, I have s- spoken to you about this. this is, again, it is such great pleasure to meet someone who truly appreciates the wilderness such as you. But, oh, I'm becoming unfocused. Yes. Uh, the groves. As you see, these are trees of all types, planted just after the breaking, 2,000 years ago, by my ancestors, so that we could feel at home away here on the outside. I was sent here, as I have a rare gift among Ogier, the gift to detect sickness in trees or plant life. 
Now, don't worry, Felina. These these plants are perfectly fine. Just need a little love and care for my tree singing brothers and sisters. However, I'd been too caught up in the beauty of this place that I'd forgotten my other task. As you all may know, the Ogier are responsible for the Waygates. The Ways are living, breathing pathways that were grown by the Aes Sedai and Ogier working together and allowed for easy transportation between cities and countries, reducing days of travel to hours. A lot of the Waygates, because of this dreadful war that's been happening, something about not wanting armies or some such easy access to their kingdoms, they've been closed. Honestly, you humans and your bickering, I'll never understand it. Anyway, in my tending, I was also due to check on the Waygates. At the behest of a nice Sedai, I believe she was a white Aja named Diane. Um, and I had brought with me two keys to unlock the Waygates so that trade could renew again. However, um, these, this is what's missing. Um, he, and as he has been walking and talking, he brings you to towards one of the edges of the grove. Uh, and it's near the southern gate. Um, it's towards the edge of the grove where there's like some sort of building, you know, adjacent to it. He pulls back uh, some branches to reveal a stone arch built into the side of the building that seems to emerge from the ground, twist together like grey vines. The centre of the arch is a solid stone, and you can't really place what type of stone it is, with beautiful carvings um, that are inside it of trees and plant life. I, when I first got here, I had opened the ways. However, I sensed a rot, a, a sickness within them. Sensing the sickness is very, very worrying. So I removed the keys again and kept them in my pack, but now they're missing. And I'm so worried that someone may try to use them when we are unsure of their safety. I mean, I must, I need to study them and report to the elders, but I need to be able to bring back the keys first. And you can see he's starting to get uh, he's starting to get a bit worked up again at the thought of the keys going missing. Well, that is rather alarming. Yes, it is. I just I, I don't know where did you where was the pack and why who who has taken this who has taken them? We don't know for sure. The, the, the pack, pack was, was found the with the Brentley. Mm-hmm. Where, where was the Brentley? Within uh, the, the children White of the light. Camp. Sorry, I keep talking over you. It's <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah, that's> all right. <laughs> oh, Lee, man, speaking of such unison. I'm sorry, it's like we're of one mind. Um, the children of the light uh, had were in possession of the Brentley, are in possession of the Brentley currently, um, and uh, it had been sequestered by someone from the Stag and Lion uh, last night, and we located it there. Um, strange. I... I do you suppose uh, that they would have gone through the Ogier's pack? I, 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 I don't imagine think that is so. definitely a possibility. 
Those white cloaks seemed like idiots, and I don't think it's beyond possibility that they would take the Brentley on a joyride or even steal our things out of maliciousness. But to go through the pack and specifically steal these particular items seems awfully unusual. Mm-hmm. I unless they you. Unless they knew what these objects were, of course. Halan, is there any way that they would know what they had in their possession? Oh, I'm... Uh, I don't know. It would depend on how how familiar they are with Waygates, but as I said, m- humans have not traveled the ways for almost a hundred years now, and I I can't... I can't believe that this is common knowledge amongst them, and they, they would appear as just stone carvings of leaves, uh, nothing of importance or nothing to strike it. Someone would have to know that I had them and know that they were what they were for in order to specifically target them. This seems very strange. Is there any way for you to tell if this waygate has already been activated? No, the the way the reason I removed both keys is so that it can't be activated. It it, it can't be opened now, which is good. But however, if if these keys are in someone's hands who knows what they're doing but doesn't know of the sickness within the ways, it could be dangerous. I, I I don't know. It's 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 why I'm so worried. I believe what our Gleeman was asking is that is there any way you could tell if someone used the keys on the gate last night perhaps while the keys were unaccounted for and then closed yes, it again? thank you. Oh, um, I'm, I'm not sure. He uh, he will go over to the the gate and he will m- make a check. Um, he did not roll very well. <laughs> oh, uh, honestly, I can't tell. I mean, I, I, I had done it earlier in earlier in the week so it, it has been opened but whether other people have opened it or not I'm I'm not sure hmm. well calm down Master Ogier we, we, we will keep a watch uh, some of us will keep our eye on the gate while the rest of us uh, yourself included can have a proper look through the inn and, and your satchel and I'm sure the keys will turn up it seems unlikely that somebody would steal two rocks out of a satchel full of ornate books, if I'm being completely honest. <laughs> I agree At least with not you. without knowing what they are. Right. I mean, uh, nobody within our party was able to identify them, and there's a wisdom and a noble in our charge, not to mention a glee man. Chances are, whoever has them doesn't know what it is they have. Um, at that moment, I would like you all to make perception checks. Fifteen. Seven Twenty-one. Twenty-one. Fourteen. Okay. <laughs> Felina, um, you are the, are the first to notice, um, a lot of commotion coming from the other side of, so you're kind of, as I said, you're standing at the at the edge of a building that's towards the southern gate of town you hear a lot of commotion um, coming from the other side of the building lots of people it sounds a bit like cheering you're not sure like a lot of kind of like 
exultant cries and um, claps and cheers. Um, for everyone else, you kind of you hear some of this commotion, but you know it's kind of like a, just a faint rumbling. You're not really sure. It kind of just sounds a bit like normal, uh, like something has happened, but you don't really know what. Um, but Felia, it really kind of stands out to you that like people are cheering and clapping for some reason. Uh, Felina uh, lifts her head up uh, towards the the source of the sound and and says, "What's that? Is is that cheering? Are, are people clapping? We should uh, we should look to see what's happening um, just across the wall there." Um, I can I can pop an acrobatics check and peek my head over the wall if you like. I am rather acrobatic. <laughs> Yes, can I've he, not had a can he scale use it once. <laughs> Absolutely. Give me uh, two flicks of, of a lamb's tail. Uh, I'm I'm gonna sing and inspire competence in you. Oh wow, what is that? So you can add you can add you can add three to your roll. On top of my own modifier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, that is twenty nine. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. You like nimbly just in like a almost what, what looks like a single bound just kind of glide up the wall um, your hands finding like foothold uh, hands and feet just you know finding footholds and just basically run up it um, and what you can see Ronan is there seems to be a small procession entering through the south gate of tree Aegis looking women who are surrounded by tree battle hardened warriors in these odd cloaks that seem to shimmer and change colours and blend in with their surroundings and behind them is a figure in a cage being dragged along on a cart oh um I turn back around and kind of shout down to the party um Possibly a good thing, possibly a bad thing. Um, how does everybody feel about Aesodai? Fascinating. Uh, <laughs> well then, Master Gleeman, I good. have a very nice surprise for you. <laughs> um, quick follow-up, quick follow-up question, however. Um, if I were to have spotted three... Esdai and uh, a small contingent of warders coming this way, uh, trailing a. Can I see what's in the cage? You see a man in the cage. How does he look? He make a perception check. Seven. You don't know. You just see a figure in the cage. However, from your previous discussions the night before, you are quite certain that this is the false dragon that has been the talk of the town. Right, yeah, so I just kind of, you know the way sometimes you're on something and you can just kind of let yourself backflip down? I do that. Don't have to roll for it. The other check was so good. Um, I do that and I land on the ground and I say, quick, quick, uh, quick heads up as well though. Um, they do seem to be bringing the false dragon with them, I would assume. So if anybody has any uh Provisos about uh, meeting a false dragon now would definitely be the time to bail out. 
Garen Ravenborn is in town? Well, one would have to assume the caged madman is quite probably Garen Ravenborn, yes. I have to say, this is rather exciting. I must see him. Very well. Uh, would you like a leg up? Sure. I boost, Please. I boost, I boost, um, Delano up the... Sure, yeah, I think with, up with, the wall. with, with the help you don't really, you don't need to roll for it or anything. Um, sure, sure. Yeah, Delano, you kind of peek your head over, and I'd like you to make a perception check to see what you can figure out. Uh, a natural 20, 21. Oh my god, unreal. Okay, you, you see the tree I die. Um, completely serene on their mouths, two of them with uh, red uh, shawls, one with a green. Um, the the warders look weary, um, but dangerous. And you see that it is definitely from descriptions that you've been, you know, following and have heard and talked about and sung about. Um, you see it's definitely Garen Ravenborn, the false dragon, in the cage, and you see that he is giggling to himself. And that's where oh. we'll end our session. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. Very good. All right. Very good. Okay, that is tense. Tremendous. Yeah. Love it. Love yeah, it, so, yeah, you don't know what, you don't know who has stolen the Waygate keys. Yeah. You're being followed by the White Cloaks. The White Cloaks seem to be acting suspiciously. Now a false dragon has, you know, arrived into town under the care of Aes Sedai. Um, yeah, yes, it's I going to say be... everything is lined up for a second act quite nicely. Yes, I think so. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, really looking forward to seeing how you guys deal with this and what happens on the next time. Oof, that is a cliffhanger and a half. Brilliant. There's a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, okay. Uh, sick. All right, uh, thanks for listening, everyone. Um, I don't want to go, but I guess I have to. So thank you very much. We'll see you next week to find out what's actually going on here. Um, yeah, cool. Uh, Dylan, do you want to plug something? Uh, no. <laughs> no, uh, as, as usual, just uh, follow me on Twitter, follow us on Twitter, like all of our posts, tell all your friends. That'd be really, really cool. If you have other people that like Wheel of Time, who like Dungeons and Dragons, who'd like to see those things sandwiched together in a great little podcast, uh, tell, them, tell them about us. Mm-hmm. Um, give us a follow. That'd be really, really great. Uh, I will, we will definitely be running more competitions to use people's names. I've got a few more NPCs that I can name. Um, and that would be great to have to have some of our followers immortalize as part of that so yeah definitely keep an eye on our instagram and twitter accounts and for more details on that and that would be great and that's kind of everything from my side happy days happy days um jesse yes same as it always is uh you can find me at another turning the podcast is wherever you listen to podcasts where my brother and I just talk Wheel of Time things. Uh, And then you can find us on YouTube where we talk Wheel of Time things, but also I put up videos about books because I like to read. And yeah. Brilliant. Brilliant. Sounds great. Um, Suana. 
Uh, well, of course, uh, Weasel the Will is over on Instagram, so you can always find us there. Um, I think this week I'd like to maybe uh, shout out my other project, which is uh, called Water and Shade. It's um, a YouTube talk show with a friend of mine called Sam. Uh, we basically talk about the Wheel of Time. Um, we laugh about the Wheel of Time. We make jokes about the Wheel of Time. We try not to take it all too seriously and we just have a good time doing it so you know if you're into things like uh, drunk wheel of time histories and uh, who's the most annoying character in the books uh, or who's the sexiest character in the books uh, you can find lots of videos like that over on youtube and we're just called water and shade of course, the answer to both those questions is Pat on Fane, but um, <laughs> that sounds great. <laughs> um, yeah, fantastic. Uh, and the Weaves the Wheel is great, and so is Water and Shade, so 100% everybody should check them out. Uh, Corey? Right, well, um, uh, I guess I'll plug. I'm working on a collaboration right now um, with a couple of content creators around Wheel of Time. So, John from What Up? and uh lauren from unraveling the pattern and uh, i'm doing some illustrations that are going to be incorporated into the project um i can't say much more about it at this point but uh it's been a ton of fun so far and i look forward to sharing more about it yeah that sounds fantastic i can't wait to see more um and then maybe by the time this episode comes out it'll be out i don't know but (laughs) oh god yeah maybe uh if you are a future sailor and have seen it already kudos Uh, I can't wait to see it too. Um, Yeah, cool. And then I am doing the sword forms from the Wheel of Time on Instagram under Way of the Heron. And I have lots of lessons up. Uh, So if you want to learn how to fence or or duel like a sword master, like a blade master, hit me up. Um, I'm also on Twitter under Qui-Gon Jim. Um, So that is everything for us this week. Again, thank you very much for listening. Um, And look, if you don't like a house guest... You let them know. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Every time. (laughs) 